Good morning. Good morning. I hope you like the music. <laughs> All right. Good morning. Good morning to uh, everyone that is in attendance today. Um, so this is a new show. Welcome to the Profit Lab podcast. So uh, today is the first day of the show, uh, August 2nd. We're starting it out um, as a, um, and I wanted to get the, the, the chance to kind of tell you a little bit about, uh, about the show um, or the podcast. Uh, so it's going to be available via video. We're going to go live every uh, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern on our Facebook page for the Profit Lab um, on LinkedIn and also on our YouTube page. So with that, uh, please allow me to introduce myself. I am your host, Marie Terosian. I am the CFO, an auditor, a certified public accountant, and a chartered global management accountant. Now I have two businesses. I have my firm, Marie Terosian CPA, and I have my uh, management consulting uh, company, The Profit Lab. So a little bit about the Profit Lab. So at the Profit Lab, we believe that your greatest asset is you. So, and our mission is to help you, the entrepreneur, to grow and scale your business with top-notch sales, marketing, operational, and financial strategies. So, and our vision is to transform 1 million businesses to their 10x level. The Profit Lab uh, provides business coaching and mentoring, uh, training and workshops, and of course, management consulting services, including marketing services. Um, the Profit Lab podcast specifically uh, is meant to uh, expand our mission uh, to empower entrepreneurs by bringing their stories to the masses. So we are very, very thrilled to tell your story and uh, inspire, empower, and uplift other entrepreneurs. So with that, I figured since this is the first uh, day of the, sh the podcast and the show, that I would share um, my, um, you know, entrepreneurial journey. So that way you get to, you know, meet me, the person, the host. Um, and of course, in the upcoming weeks, we're going to have uh, quite a few um, entrepreneurs that we've already lined up and they're going to share their experiences and uh, their uh, learnings through their journey of being an entrepreneur. So uh, with that, um, Let's get started. And again, by the way, guys, this is not going to be a very long podcast. I like to be very cognizant of my audience and my listeners' time. Um, if you are an entrepreneur, you know time is of, of, of the essence, so time is money. And we want to make sure that we keep our, our you know, talks, our experiences, you know, to a, a short 30 minute to 45 minutes max. And um, and we'll also make it available as a um, uh blog so you can read it on the go as well so with that so i'm excited to share uh my my entrepreneur journey with you today um i i started you know as i think back you know my journey i feel it started back when i was like 12 years old um i was helping my then you know entrepreneur dad he had uh, opened up his first shop and uh, it was during wartime in lebanon and um, he started with one type of business um, in a few in a, in, a, in a year or so, he changed to something else, and then something else. So, um, you know, during the times I've seen him uh, in over like in about ten years, change the business about two or three times. So, so from twelve to twenty one, I was literally you know working with my dad and or going to school. So um, during that time, I helped him basically you know handle you know receive inventory, uh, stock the shelves with inventory. 
um, sell, you know, when I needed to uh, manage bills and, um, and also, you know, work on the cash register, I manage the cash as well. So um, I little did I realize that that's actually going to be the basics for me to kind of get so attracted to accounting. And, uh, and truly, that's exactly what happened when I went to college in Lebanon. My first class as part of you know, business is, you know, to have accounting one-on-one over there. And, uh, and I was like, oh, my goodness, this, is, this actually has structure. I didn't know that. So I was doing accounting in a way, you know, cash basis accounting without really realizing what I was doing. I was just trying to put structure the best I knew. No one had taught me any of it. I was just trying to use my naturally organized self to kind of put things in order, make sure we're paying things on time. Um, and that also, you know, I believe it built that value of understanding, you know, business, understanding even a household is a business. So, um, you know, money coming in, money going out, everything has to be accounted for and there has to be enough cash coming in for the company to survive. Same with the family business, you know, whether it's a, your family, uh, your household or your business. So, um, little did I know that that experience working with my dad at age 12 is going to really bring me that entrepreneurial, uh, valuable lessons. Um, and, uh, so fast forward, you know, I, I, at age 21, you know, I halfway through, you know, I was in college, but I had an opportunity to leave the country, uh, for better opportunity in the West. So, you know, just like many, many people who have, um, left their country to, to, you know, for better opportunities in the Western world. You know, I actually had a chance to go to Montreal, Canada, and I, I worked and lived there for about three years. Um, and then I met my husband, um, and, uh, I moved down to Florida, United States. Uh, that was in 2004. And that was a whole new journey I had to start because, uh, you know, until then I had not gone back to college and continue my education. So, uh, once I got to, to Florida, I um, um, studied, you know, I went back to college. I, I studied accounting. I got my master's uh, in accounting in 2010. Um, and of course, at the same time, I started my accounting career as a financial auditor. Um, and I specifically say that because there's a big difference between financial audit and IRS audit. And that information, you can get it on my other podcast, Coffee Time with Mary Teresa CPA, uh, also available on the LinkedIn page, Facebook page, and on my YouTube channel, uh, Marie Teresa CPA. So, um, so I started as a financial auditor that was in the public sector. And then uh, a few years later, I, I, you know, I decided that that was not the right fit for me. And I moved on to uh, the corporate side. And so, or, or we call it the, the private accounting. Um, and with that, I, you know, I, I started as an accounting manager. And that was 2012. And, um, and of course, I, I really fast paced because, you know, my, as a financial auditor, you get such great skills, it kind of gets you set up in um, from an accounting standpoint, you're, you're at, you think in a way it's so different that, you know, I kind of was set up. I had the skills to fast forward. Um, and, uh, I had, uh, my, my supervisor at the time, uh, my controller, uh, and then CFO herself. Um, she would give me a lot of opportunities to try things out. Um, for example, she would just give me, uh, some financials to look at and figure out how to analyze this way or that way. Or she would give me, Hey, try, try your hand at a forecasting membership. 
And I had never done that. As an auditor, we don't have to do that. We actually are testing for any kind of errors and, you know, any um, very different, it's a different work. So it's not, you know, forward thinking. It's more like, is everything reported correctly? So the purpose of the two things are very different. Um, and, uh, you know, again, fast forward a few years later, um, when the, the CFO, uh, you know, moved on to a different opportunity, um, you know, I was able to, to step up to be the, being the controller, the acting CFO. Um, and then from there, I already, as I started, you know, seeing a lot more areas of the operations of the business, the, the HR, the payroll, all the different pieces that I had to manage, we had, you know, um, uh, I was helping out with IT. I was I was literally helping out with every area. Um, it was such a great experience, to be honest. It was one of the best experiences I've had um, to learn all the different areas of operations and finance kind of combining together. Unfortunately, the marketing and sales side was still unclear to me, and I'm going to come to that in a few minutes. Um, so... So I got into that and I was very much, I, I really liked it and, and you know, I, everything was great. Um, but as, as my experience started getting, you know, better and better, I, I, I realized I really wanted to bring my knowledge and experience to more small businesses. I mean, here in Florida, we don't have a lot of large companies um, and, you know, there's a lot of small, small businesses, you know, that could really use the knowledge and experience that I had already had. And um, so I tested the waters. <laughs> I would say I tested the waters a little bit. In 2016, I kind of left, but I kind of took my my, my employers as a, 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 on with me as a consultant. Then I then I offered me, you know, to come back and and you know, actually out of a little bit of fear, um, I did go back to a full time position. I, I became the CAO, you know, Chief Administration Officer, and this financial officer and of course the responsibilities were even bigger um and then i i had the, a great opportunity to to have a touch point uh, uh an experience with a someone they hired on a sales side and this is going to play around just with the story guys because you guys are going to meet this person down the road um so uh and that was the first time where i realized oh my goodness this business has been lacking this type of leadership in the in, in sales <laughs> And uh, when I had to work the numbers with this person, it was just becoming more and more clear. It was really, really great having this person around. And again, I'm, I'm mentioning this person without the name right now because I'm going to, you guys are going to meet this person down the road. Okay. Um, so, um, so 2018, uh, October, 2018. So this is now about three years and, you know, I still had, I was still, I, I had a few client, a couple of clients on the side. Uh, but I, I had my full-time job, so went from being self, you know, full-time employed, self-employed, then full-time employed. So, like I said, the cause for that was the fear. Uh, but in October 2018, um, I, I had the pleasure of having my second child, and for me, there were other things that became more clear that having time with my children, my family, uh, the freedom of being able to work when I needed to was more important as well as uh, getting the information out, right, my knowledge out there. So with that, um, what I what I did was I, you know, I continued on as a <laughs> consultant. I left the full-time full employment. Um, and, and that year it was great because I got a lot of great projects, you know, a lot of great projects. And 
in 2020, I decided, okay, you know, there's more people asking for more than just controller accounting work, you know, they want taxes and it's not my training, but I, you know, I was able to collaborate with a tax colleague, which by the way, you guys can hear some of the thoughts we talk about at my, the other podcast, Coffee Time with Marie and CPA, and I invite my colleague there for tax conversations. Um, but at the same time, one of the fears was that, you know, January 2020, I mean, we got locked down with COVID, was it March, complete shutdown, almost the whole world. So for me, it was complete, and I wouldn't, I shouldn't say panic, but it was like, I was worried. I did, I had made enough money. I did have quite a lot of savings that would help me through that year. And it did. Um, but what I was fearing is I've real, I realized between that kind of shutdown, plus I had no idea how to market or sell. That was really going to be a, a, a hard one. Um, so in pretty much in 2021, I tried to focus on marketing the best I could. I, I tried to figure out how to do social media and it was taking hours and hours of my time. It was, it was really a lot. Um, I enjoyed it though. I enjoyed the creative part, you know, uh, when I was very, very young, uh, before the business thing took over, you know, I once imagined myself being, uh, um, a rock star or some type of an artist that could paint because I could paint, I could write. Um, that was something that I did quite often uh, as a teenager. So with, with, with that, I was really getting, you know, if, if, if any, anyone has used Canva, Canva is one of really, really great tools to use for social media, you know, production. It just makes things so much easier. I've been using it since 2018 and not that I'm promoting it by any <laughs> but I do like the program quite a lot. Um, and I became so comfortable using it. Uh, but it was all self-trained. I trained myself on those things. Uh, same with creating a website. I, you know, I didn't have all the funding. I had to go and just, you know, <laughs> research on Google how to create a website. And Wix has been one of the ones I, that was very easy to use. And, uh, it was somewhat plug and play. And initially I had the hardest time, of course, but then, you know, now I, I, I have both my websites on Wix and I, I, I love how much uh, they've changed. Uh, and again, I don't have any affiliate stuff, I, you know, with them, but I do like the program. It's, it's fairly um, easy to use for someone who's starting out. And since this is really an entrepreneurship kind of uh, storytelling, um, you know, I just want to share some of the key things that I've used, you know, to help me, um, you know, since 2018. Um, and hopefully it helps you as well. But um, the key point I wanted to make here is that even though I was spending all this time um, trying to learn things myself and I was enjoying it, I just realized how much time was going out the door that I couldn't even get clients even if I found them, you know, or if I was able to convince someone, okay, you know, this is the type of work you need, um, you know, accounting wise, you know, I would not even be able to do it because I had to still market and I had to sell and I had to actually deliver. Um, and this is where I think most, most social media posts you see, they don't talk about that stuff. They don't talk about the hardships that it takes for when you're starting out and you have limited capital or savings that you're using. It's very hard to go out there and just suddenly hire all these people, right? So you try to DIY. Um, however, if I knew what I know now back then, <laughs> I would have done things slightly differently. Um, 
So here I'm just, I have a few notes here just so I can stay uh, on track. Um, so as I realized, like, I really have no idea how to truly market. I had hired a couple of what I thought were mentors. Um, they taught me a few tricks, I would say, and helped. It helped, not that, but it didn't help to a point where it would really transform me as a business owner, like, you know, from just being an accountant right? Who knows numbers and can look at the financials and analyze and look at all the problems and the, find those solutions for your business accounting problems and operations problems. I did not know how to be a business owner of, of being able to see all parts of my business and then be able to delegate everything. So um, I bumped into a really, really cool webinar uh, and by my current mentor, uh, Grant Cardone, and it was about uh, how to build wealth. And that webinar changed my life and the reason i say that is you're going to know down the road what i'm doing with the profit lab and you're going to kind of put things two together so <clears throat> grant says that if no one knows you no one can flow you and i that really hit me when i heard that i was like wow i, I i've been trying to do this on my own like nobody really knows that's true nobody knows me because i've always worked for somebody else i've done all of this production somewhere else and even though, yes, you can have references and stuff, but it's still, you know, getting to the clients, the people, and then convincing you about your work and building that trust, it takes time. It takes time. There's no one can say that you just do that overnight. It takes time. And um, so with that, um, I, I spent, <laughs> um, I invested even more more time and, uh, and, and money, uh, and I calculated over the past three, three and a half years um, between cash that I've invested and time that I've spent training on materials, whether it's marketing, uh, you know, sales, continuing education for my uh, CPA license. Um, and then time that I did things myself, basically DIYing so that I consider that like lost earnings time because you're either training or you're doing. So that's lost earnings. What I could have earned if I was actually had the clients and I was just delivering the service um you know i i'm coming close to 175,000 and this is just rounding it up so over 3 years that is that is big number for someone who's just starting out so just to putting it out there so and again this is all going to come 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 back to to making sense in a minute cuz i'm going to summarize this before we close for sure so um so as I started training, so all of 2021, I was literally training on grants material and implementing, training and implementing. And one of the key things that I worked on was marketing. <laughs> marketing is prior to sales. That's what he said. So uh, I literally went um, completely out there, uh, you know, such as starting my coffee time with Marie and CPA podcast. That was a way to get the word out there to show people what I know, you know, um, how else will they trust me? If they don't know me, you know, how will they trust me? How can they do business with me? So I had to put myself out there. Um, I sat down and wrote down, I don't know, over a hundred different content ideas and had someone help me with some of the social media creation and posting. Um, I started teaching more. I started doing webinars for others. They would ask me to cover some accounting and tax, some you know basics. I would put together a, a PowerPoint presentation and do a one-hour presentation randomly for whoever asked. Um, I literally put myself out there. I 
I, I, I wrote down a couple of books, uh, an ebook and another uh, fairly larger book. Um, uh, and it's mostly on operations and accounting, of course. Um, um, let's see, uh, I, I did some, some I think a 10, 10 week course on Clubhouse. Um, I literally expanded my marketing uh, to levels that I didn't even realize I could do it mostly on my own. <laughs> so, um, um, so that was, that was really, uh, where, while I'm doing all this training and I'm getting all this great knowledge from my mentor, um, is what I realized, you know, there's this new, new mission was emerging, which kind of brought about the profit lab. So I realized how much I can use my knowledge and I, which I was already doing, I was sharing my knowledge freely. Um, and I can continue doing that and doing it through, um, webinars and workshops specifically um, for business owners um, uh, or other CPAs, other accountants, bookkeepers that have gone through the same struggles that I have um, and really help them with my knowledge by doing a short webinar or a specific training or coaching. Um, I became a, a Grant Cardone licensee, so I can teach his sales and marketing materials. And I combine those with my operational and financial uh, background and we cover pretty much all four areas. So the Profit Lab as a management consulting company can pretty much provide anywhere from marketing, sales, operation, finance strategies uh, through business coaching, uh, like I said, webinars and workshops, could be private workshops, could be, you know, you name it, we can create it. Uh, and of course, we're building a whole library of trainings uh, for entrepreneurs who are just starting out and they cannot put in, uh, you know, they don't have the full funding, they can still get the information at a very, very affordable uh, pricing. So um, so these webinars right now, I have a, quite a few actually posted um, and um, we, we've covered entrepreneurial journey or the success journey. Uh, we've, we've covered um, how to manage debt and your mindset. Um, we have covered um, 10 biggest mix mistakes in sales. Um, that's a Grant Cardone material actually. Um, and, um, we've covered also, uh, how to set up a CRM system and how to use it. So these are stuff that I actually had to learn. Um, so it makes me, I believe a much stronger business owner because I can actually know the value of, um, the work being performed as I grow my business, as I hire my team members, I'm going to be able to value their work, but at the same time, I'm going to be able to see if someone's not doing the work, right? So it's important to learn. Um, I think I could have done things differently if, if I had certain people in my life earlier, <laughs> but you know, nev never regretting anything. Everything is a learning opportunity. If I hadn't gone through all those hardships, I would not be able to be here today and, and sharing that experience and then still teaching and wanting to teach more um, and by becoming more of a, uh, a coach, yes? Um, so, um, so a few things that I've also noticed, um, as I compared my, my first four years, it's going to be five years, I guess, in January that I've, I've started business, um, and being an entrepreneur, it's really hard. Uh, one of the things that I've learned from Grant's team as well is that it takes up, you know, close to five years for any entrepreneur to finally get that success and that launch. So it takes about five years to get that recognition, the attention and all that. 
Um, I know I've been working hard. I, I've gotten a few, quite a few interviews, and they are on my 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 website on MarieTorsonCPA.com. Uh, um, it does take a lot of time, and it does take a lot of effort. So if you're hanging in there, if you're somewhere in the two years, hang in there. Hang in there. It takes five years. That's what they said. It's what took them five years. So, so some of the things that I learned as I was going through my 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 journey here is that you know the the, the entrepreneurial journey is very bumpy. You're going to have economic problems. You're going to have personal problems. You're going to have emotional problems. Everything is affecting while you're trying to produce this business out of nothing. Um, anyone that makes it sound like it's just like that, it takes nothing. It's they haven't done it. They haven't done it truly themselves. Um, I've, I had seen stuff, you know, before um, before actually starting my business. I would see posts like, oh, a four day, four day, uh, you know, uh, was it four day, four day work work week and all that kind of stuff. There's no such thing. When you're an entrepreneur, you are never stopping really, unless you are on, let's say, vacation or you have it's your weekend, whatever it is. I've spent days where I'm working seven days a week, maybe a few weeks on a row, but. I'm not complaining because I know where I'm going. I have a mission. I have a vision to accomplish. I have an impact to make down the road. Um, That's one of the things that I talk about in the mindset section of my webinar. So um, please check out some of those webinars when you get a chance. Um, It's very stressful because when you're managing so many different pieces of the puzzle, you are going to get stressed. You're physically going to get stressed. I would tell you, it's like, your, your face, your skin, everything can go off. So if you can eat, eat well and, and stay, stay hydrated, you know, try to get a workout in at least two or three times a week, you know, it will help that stress level go down. Um, it does require commitment, commitment to not just making the money, the financial part, commitment to what's your impact. Um, this is another thing that I noticed where, um, you know, most of us start our businesses or become self-employed because, you know, we're not happy at some where we are working or something's not fulfilling. You know, maybe everything is fine. We're making the money, but we're not fulfilled. Um, or we have something else. Like in my case, I had my children. I wanted to have the freedom of being there anytime I, they needed me. I did not want to have to tear myself going this way or that way. Um, so whatever it is, we start with that. But eventually you have to find the real reason why you're doing the business. So um, that that could be a very personal thing. Um, you know, I have my, my own. Uh, but uh, in general, the whole the, the mission and vision has to be uh, large enough so that when those stressful times come in, the economic downturns come in, COVID shutdown happens <laughs> like it happened to me. I mean, when that happened, I was like, oh, my God, I just launched a firm. I mean, I've been putting two years time trying to build something. And it's like, <sighs> so, um, but, you know, I figured, you know, and, and my husband was super supportive as well. I was like, you know, if, if we can go through this, we're going to be able to survive. And, and we're still here, you know, and that's proof that whatever it is, you just kind of push through and, and you know, God is good and you just keep faith. So, uh, and the other thing I wanted to mention is the fourth thing. Uh, so I said it's bumpy. It's not four days a week job. It's ultra stressful. It requires commitment. So those four. Okay, five. The fifth one is it takes massive amount of action. So I read the 10x rule book, and you probably see me see it behind me right there. 10x rule book. 
Um, you know, it's just amazing. Uh, massive amount of action is one of the rules. Um, there's there's nothing average. You have to be taking massive amount of action. So here are some of the things that I was doing, like from a marketing standpoint, when I look back and I actually write down the stuff I've done and I do it every year and I send it to clients and I send it and I post it out there. And then I also post what I will be doing. Um, I'm surprised how much I can take action. And like I said, I'm still fairly small. I'm just an entrepreneur with a couple of people that are helping me out. Um, it's, it just takes so much effort. But like I said, if the mission is big and you can see where it can take you, you will be willing to do it, what it takes, anything that it takes. So massive amount of action. So like I said, I've, as I, as I got featured on different magazines, I, I, I became a chair of, uh, let's say in my local uh, Florida uh, Institute of CPAs chapter. So I kind of get into more leadership positions. I became an accountant advisor on the ADP payroll. I'm sure everybody knows uh, ADP payroll is one of the biggest payroll companies. You know, they have multiple companies. And so I am part of the account advisory board for the run ADP this, the, for a small business. Um, so that, that, that is, so it's an honor to serve, you know, in those positions as board members. Um, I'm working with, let's say, um, others to put together webinars that say such as uh, biz equity which provides valuation services and i actually use your so their software to provide valuation services as part of my cpa firm um and uh um so there's just so much effort it takes to put yourself out there you know doing videos doing the um, the social media posting writing blogs there's just so much action to take and it can be overwhelming but if you have a structure in place and you have the right people helping you out, you're delegating properly. Um, and, you know, sometimes you do have to work more hours. So, But it is for you. <laughs> if, if it takes you closer to your mission, you would be willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. So those are the, the top five things that I realized from my own experience that really just change things for me completely. Um, and a few other things that I wanted to mention other than the five that I already mentioned. Um, from my experience, I realized that that first time I tried to be an entrepreneur back in 2016, the fear of the unknown, the fear of not having financial security was the, was the reason it forced me to go back to being a full-time employee. And I was miserable when I went back. I was not happy. I was actually happier being a consultant, but the fear of not having that financial security was difficult. That's what got me back. So if you are thinking of being an entrepreneur, don't let fear pull you back to your comfort zone. So either go, which brings me to either go all in or stay out. Um, it's, you know, entrepreneur journey is not for faint of the heart. <laughs> you really have to be like a warrior every day. You got to put on the armor of God and you got to put on, you know, the suit and just go out there <laughs> every day, do your best, you know, put, put, put out of a fight. So, so to make your, your impact in the world. So, um, and then the one other big thing is that having the right mentor can just change everything for me. It has pushed me beyond my expectations. 
I thought I was someone who was a go-getter and I'm always pushing myself as it is, but working under uh, Grant's mentorship has just pushed me beyond what I thought I could do. And that's why when I said, when I go back every so much, so many months or uh, at the end of the year, I do a summary as well, a summary of what I've achieved. It doesn't have to be financial all the time. And I'm, I'm repeating that on purpose doesn't always have to be the financial impact right the financial impact will come because it's harder in the first few years don't just hang in there look at what you were doing and what you've done what you've accomplished in let's say that quarter uh, and the the next quarter and the whole year the financial thing will happen eventually for some new businesses especially with like new ideas uh, or you're trying to do things slightly differently you're gonna have a lot harder time than just selling widgets Okay, we're not talking about here some type of a, a widget you can buy for this much and sell for that much and put it on Amazon and you know even this is not what we're talking. We're talking about real valuable services and products that you're going to uh, sell and the concept is new. It's really really hard to put it out there and like just like right right away and make the financial gain. You got to think long term and as long as financially you're stable, you're able to 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 build out slowly and you're putting the impact out there and you're putting your fillers out there. We call it the planting the trees in the Grand, Grand Cardone world. You're planting the trees, you're, you're marketing yourself, you're, you're getting the word out there. People are starting to get to know you. They're starting to invite you on shows or you know podcasts and stuff. You're, you're, you're doing the right things for your business. So, so I guess I, I covered seven things. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I didn't want to make it too, too uh, scripted. I don't like doing scripted uh, podcasts. So my coffee time with Meritorious and CPA podcast is also unscripted. Uh, my colleague and I just go up there, you know, like maybe the day before or that morning we decide, and, hey, you know, this interesting subject came up. Let's just talk about it. Um, and that's why, you know, I wanted to cover my story of my interior journey with a very open um, and from the heart, instead of scripted, what you should hear. I just want you to hear me from my heart. So I hope these seven uh, uh, key takeaways from my journey has really, really helped you out. Um, you know, uh, feel free to uh, check out uh, the, the, my website, www.theprofitlab.biz/podcast. So it's going to go on there as an audio, um, and you can always go back and listen to it. And like I said, I'm going to try to build this out into a blog so that you can also be able to read it and have it like as notes. Um, so uh, I'm here to serve you, you, the entrepreneur, to help you with those strategies, to help you grow your business and help you with your mindset as well. Um, one of the things that I feel is my strength is mindset. And that comes from living in a very a war-torn country. You have that warrior uh mindset you it's not a lot that really phases you like you're not surprised by things that much and you're willing to to push through and push through and push through to survive right so that's naturally in me but there's also key things that i've learned from my mentor grant right that pushes me a little bit further so um i am here to serve you to help you through 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 mindset through um, your sales, marketing, operations, and finance. So uh, feel free to reach out to me, um, you know, marie at marietourismcpa.com. You can also uh, submit a contact form, you know, if you have any questions or something you want me to cover, you have an idea for 
um, let's say a person that yeah, I should speak to on this podcast, feel free to share. Um, I would love to bring them on board and tell their story. So moving forward, I will not be directly talking about myself anymore. <laughs> I, I, I'm humble enough that I don't want to keep talking to myself. Um, the whole point of this, this podcast is to talk about other entrepreneurs and, and that we learn from them what their takeaways were. And then we can that way help everybody, you know, scale up together so uh with that um uh, ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for for joining me on the profit lab podcast uh i hope those seven takeaways and i'm going to repeat them one more time it was entrepreneurial journey is not is is very bumpy it's not a four days a week it's ultra stressful so be prepared um to to have some uh set up for 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 that uh, for ultra stressful days um Make sure you're staying committed uh, to your goals, your, your vision and mission. Um, take massive amount of action, 10 times the action, right? Um, don't let fear pull you back to your comfort zone. Have the right mentor to guide you or the coach. You can always pick me. <laughs> um, and uh, you're either all in or you're up. So with that, my friends, Thank you so much for joining me. And until the next episode, I will have someone very special for you uh, to hear out. Uh, and uh, I'll see you next week, Tuesday, 10 a.m. Eastern times. Have a great one.